a couple of things before the message this morning. Um, <clears throat> we are going to start our Wednesday night Bible study on the 21st of this month. Um, we've got some things that need to be taken care of. And then we have our Valentine's Banquet um, on the 14th. I think it's four, is it 14th Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Somebody, somebody remind me to get a card for my Valentine or whatever. So. <laughs> the look she just gave me. Oh. I'll hear about this. I'll hear about this probably the rest of the day. But that's okay. That's all right. More importantly, there's some things that, that I'd like to say, and, and I want to be uh, sensitive. I don't want to embarrass anyone. We have some, some young people in our midst, okay. That we need to pray for. Grace, while she's here, has been accepted to the STEM program, okay. Young lady, that is just awesome. That is just awesome, okay. We couldn't be more proud of you. And I heard from her brother, Noah, the other day, and I think he was just bored. He was on his flight. He completed his combat training on, an, on the way to, uh, to his new duty station to learn how to be a mechanic or something. And uh, he, he was texting me, and it's like, Who, who's this? Okay. Uh, and, and by the way, Barney, it still comes up Barnaby Lee, and it's like, what? He specifically asked. He, he, he initiated this. He specifically asked for prayer to help him maintain his Christian walk. That's awesome. That's awesome. I want to take this time to publicly commend, okay, Barney and Melissa. Okay, we all know the struggles that family's had, and I'm not trying to embarrass them or anything like that, okay. But you can be proud of what they have done and guided their children. Just awesome. Just awesome.
Revelation chapter 2. Revelation chapter 2 will be in verses 8 through 11 this morning. Something we need to keep in mind. Smyrna, the church that we'll be talking about this morning, is one of two churches. Philadelphia is the other one. That does not receive criticism from our Savior. And we'll... we'll Expound on that a little bit this morning as, as we go along. But before we do that, let's ask the Lord to bless our time together. Heavenly Father, we just ask you to be with us this morning. Be with me. As I delivered your message to your people. Guide my words. Guide my attitude. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. As we mentioned before, okay, the book of Revelation you know, talks about seven specific churches. They also re represent seven specific Christians. One of which is much like you. So as we go through and, and, and we continue to talk about our seven churches or the seven Christians, if you will, okay, see if you will uh, identify with one of these more than the other. Now we're talking about Smyrna. Smyrna is a uh, uh, is located uh, just a little bit, about forty miles north of uh, Ephesus. In present-day Turkey, um, it's no longer called Smyrna. It's called Ishmir. And it's still there. And it's a population of, I don't know, 300 million plus or what a big, a big, big city. Now, initially it was built, uh, you know, Smyrna built a temple to the Emperor Tiberius in 23 BC and, and, and later um, uh, Dominican okay is where he started started saying okay and, and having the people pay taxes and all that once a year going Caesar is Lord okay if you didn't do that then You're persecuted. And this is where Christians stood up and said, 
Jesus is Lord. Now as we go through this, we're going to learn that these people suffered tremendously for their faith. But I don't need to remind you that, that we're living in a country that, that's quickly becoming the same way. Okay? There's an overt militant ag aggression against Bible teaching churches. Oh, you preach that stuff? Well, I don't know about the rest of the world, but we do here. There's also a, a like a covert, you know, it's kind of under, and it's not so much under anymore. Of Hollywood filmmakers, okay, they want to glamorize the the uh, profanity and, and the immorality and the violence. This shouldn't surprise us. Shouldn't surprise us at all. But here's, here's what we need to remember. No matter, no matter what you're facing today, whether it's good times, so-so times, bad times, and, and we alluded to this Sunday school, okay? The Lord identifies with you. He knows what you're going through. There are no surprises. That's encouraging to Dan. Because when Dan feels sorry for himself or, or, or things go sideways in Dan's life, I know I have a Savior that understands. And I can bring all that mess, every bit of it, and lay it at his feet and say, Lord, I need help. And he's faithful to provide that help. Aren't you glad we serve a Savior like that? Isn't that awesome? To the angel of the church in Smyrna write the words of him who is the first and the last who died and came to life again. I know your affliction and your poverty, yet you are rich. I know about the slander of those who say, uh, you know, and are Jews and, and are not, but of the Satan of synagogue, or, yeah, the synagogue of Satan. Oh, got it backwards there. Do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer. I tell you, the devil will put some of you to prison to test you. You will suffer many. You will suffer persecution. It says 10 days. Now, now 10 days is alluding to it's not going to last forever. Just a short period of time in God's economy. 
But here's the, here's, the, here's the challenge. Be faithful, even to the point of death, and I will give you a victor's crown. Whoever has ears, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who is victorious will not be hurt. Will not be hurt at all by the second death. Things we need to remember this morning. Jesus says, I'm the first and the last. That's an Old Testament way of saying, I'm God. The Lord is saying he's, he's eternal. He, he transcends uh, time and, and, and life and, and death. And he's addressing Christians who are suffering so horribly that they may die for their faith. And even if their faith, even if they die for their faith, he says, look, I've promised you, you're not going to die the second death. The second death is referring to, you're not going to hell. I'm dating myself. Of course, I do that on a regular basis. Okay, this particular chorus I sang when I was a uh, in youth group. Of course, the copyright is 1941. <clears throat> However, some of you may or may not remember this one, and it goes like this: It says, "With eternity's values in view, Lord." with eternity's values in view. May I do each day's work for Jesus with eternity's values in view. How many of us look at the present and go, woe is me? How many of us look at the present and go, is there any end to this? On the contrary, how many of us look to eternity and say, here's where we're headed. This is our goal. This is where we should be going. Okay? It's like someone told me long ago, okay? We're, we're always looking down and around, okay? And we're not looking up what our Savior has for us. We spend a lot of time in doom and gloom, if you will. Woe is me. Okay, this didn't happen for me. Okay, and 
and, and it comes back to, to, to Dan, Dan's life of, it's all about me. I'm being pinched. I'm not comfortable. What, what is it the Lord has for me? If I would look up and look in my Savior's face and follow Him, how much of that would just dissipate? Now, I'm still going to go through it. Don't get me wrong, okay? But I found in, in, in my short lifetime, okay, that it's all about attitude. It's all about attitude. Something that, that I tend to forget on a regular basis. Jesus says here in, 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 uh, in verse 9, I know your affliction and your poverty. Some translation says, look, I, I, I know thy works and, and tribulation and, and poverty. And aren't we glad that we have a Savior who knows? Whatever it is you're going through this morning, good or bad, he knows. Now, I may, look, I may come across as a, as a dust statement, okay? What I want you to do is take it from here, okay, and put it here where it belongs. He knows. He knows everything about you, inside and out. He knows your struggles whether they're seen or unseen. When he speaks of the tribulation, that, you know, that, that's severe suffering that brings anguish and distress. It, it's a long-term suffering that doesn't go away in a few hours or a few days. The folks here in Smyrna... Okay. In today's vernacular, they were getting hammered. Every day. The poverty, okay, it was extreme poverty. It wasn't just doing without, okay. It was to the point that they had to beg for every, every scrap of, of stuff that they gathered. The persecution that they suffered, okay, it, it, we see some of this today, okay. The persecution that they suffered is sanctions, people bad mouth them behind their back, sometimes bad mouth them in front of themselves. Right there.
remember years ago, um, I had a meeting with, uh, with some leaders of the church or whatever. There were some accusations made. And right or wrong, okay, what I didn't understand or didn't realize at the time, okay, my daughter heard all of this. And when it was all over with, my daughter said, Daddy, how can they say that? You've always provided for us. You know what that do, does to a father? I was crushed. This is, this is what was going on in Smyrna. Day in and day out. There's a second thing here. Okay, he he knows of the blaspheme, of the, the 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 blasphemy of the churches, and basically blasphemy is just you're, you're bad mouthing them. Okay, and he says he says you're the synagogue of Satan, which which means look. Satan Satan is using the political scheme, if you will, to persecute the Christians. Does that sound familiar? Now I don't want this to be a rant, but just please consider what, what I'm about to say here. Okay? The American church is like a spoiled brat that doesn't get their way. Somebody says something wrong about us, or whatever, okay? And we go, oh, oh we're being persecuted. Oh, 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 we're suffering for Jesus. Oh, get over yourself. Consider our brothers and sisters and, and other places in the world, okay? They are put in prison for a, a snippet of Scripture. They can't possess a Bible. We have people that are being martyred as we speak because they declare the name of Jesus. And here we are, oh, we're suffering so much for Jesus because somebody puts a bad article in the paper. Really?
Jesus knows that the believers in Smyrna were suffering the persecution from, from the government, economically, physically, religiously. They were under satanic attack. He knew every bit of it. And he knows what you're going through as well. Every bit of it. Is it encouraging to you that Jesus knows you inside and out? Now, now for me, it, it, it's convicting as well. Okay, yes. Okay, Lord. Yeah, I need to take care of some of that stuff. But isn't, isn't it encouraging to know that he knows what you're going through at this moment in time? The struggles you have, the decisions that you've got to make, okay? All, all the, he, knows, he knows you inside and out. There's a, there's a verse there in Hebrews that says, uh, Hebrews 4.15, that says, For we don't have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. He knows us. He knows what we're going through. Now if you'll notice, there's no word of criticism for the Smyrna church. Okay? Look, the church at Smyrna wasn't perfect. We know that because they were made up of human beings. But there's no outstanding sin, if you will, in, in the church. The only other church, again, we mentioned this earlier, the only other church is, is Philadelphia. And, and there's some truth there. There's some truth in this old saying that persecution purifies the church. I don't like this statement any more than, than you will, okay? But suffering, suffering can also be good for Christians. Why? Why? We touched on a little bit in, in, in Sunday school. Um, when you've got nowhere else to turn, Where do we usually go? Of course, you can follow up with that question. Why is that the last resort? Why don't we go to him first? But he knows. He understands. 
And our Lord tells the church here in Smyrna, and he's telling us, fear not. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. This means it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Now, I'm not trying to give you doom and gloom, but we all know, okay, before the Lord takes us out of here, okay, it's going to get worse. We're going to have some tough decisions to make. We need to keep each other in prayer. But it's not going to last forever. The people that I'm concerned about, okay, a lot of us Shall we say, older folks, Jim? Okay. A lot of us older folks have been around for a while. Okay. You, you know, you know who I'm really worried about is our young folks. Our young folks. We need to we need to lift them in prayer. They're facing a world that you and I never, never thought possible. We need to lift them. Ask God to protect them. We've got seniors that are moving on. Okay? Into a world that... How many, how many seniors we got here today? Two of you? Three? Ladies? I don't envy you a bit. I don't envy you a bit. I can promise you this. You can, you can count on Dan, okay, to, to lift you up in prayer. That much I can do. And I think it's a challenge that we all ought to do with our students every day. Keep them in prayer. Okay? Our teachers can, can, can verify that, okay? Now, let, let's talk about a focus here a little bit. Okay, enough of the doom and gloom. Okay, yes, it's going to happen. But what else is going to happen? What, what's the good news out of all this? Okay. 
an encouragement there from our Lord who says, Be faithful unto death, and I will give you a crown of life. Even if the persecutors put them to death, even if the persecutors put us to death, We're going to see his face. We are going to see his face. And like the old time preachers used to say, okay, I still, I still remember this one, okay. Keep your eye on the prize. What's the prize? Of seeing him face to face. Of hearing those words. Well done, good and faithful servant. Isn't that what we want to hear? There's a, there's a verse there in James uh, 1 12. It, 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 second part of this goes because when, he, because when he has stood the test, he will receive a crown of life that God has promised those who love him. Look, as, as in all the letters that to, 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 to the churches, there's an encouragement there. Be faithful. Be true. It's not going to be easy. But God says, look, I've got your back. You may die, but you'll be with me. Those may sound like, wow, doom and gloom. But for this old guy, those are awesome words. Okay, because I know when I, when I leave this earth, I'm going to see him face to face. Can I close with this chorus again? With eternity's values in view, Lord. With eternity's values in view. May I do each day's work for Jesus. With eternity's values in view. Let's pray.